Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, it's a Monday. We're live and ready to go in Los Angeles. It's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day one hour from now where Colin was right where Colin was wrong as you know there's always plenty of both Jay Mack and I both busy this weekend hung out at UFC great great event may have been the second best UFC card I've ever been to unbelievable five hours of just wild crazy knockouts and I uh, got watched some Wemby last night the United States men's national team oh. last, last night yesterday was a great TV day yeah, they should have put my men's rec league game yeah. on TV, too. We lost at the buzzer on a three-pointer. Well, Crazy game. Yeah, you missed uh, some open looks. Who'd you hang more with, Jamal Murray or uh, Donald Trump? I did not see Donald Trump. He was in the arena. I didn't see him. He was over by the famous people, but uh, Jamal Murray <laughs> sat three seats from me, and that was pretty cool. So Victor Wembanyama was the story of the weekend in the NBA. Uh, the next great player, right? The best prospect since LeBron. Some scouts are saying uh, he's the best prospect ever. I know you think you know more on social media, but every scout I know, and I've known a lot for a long time, say he's as good as any player ever, barring injury because of his unique size and length. Uh, my three takes over the weekend were he needs to get stronger. Uh, hopefully he will. Not all skinny bigs get stronger. He needs to get stronger. Second thing is San Antonio has a history developing bigs. So he landed in a really good spot. And he was a little jittery game one, and that saps your energy. Yeah, it's okay to be nervous at 19 years old for your first job interview, your first big meeting, speaking in front of 500 people for the first time, or your first NBA event that's official. He was nervous, he was jittery, and that saps your energy. But by game two, he gives you 27 points, 12 rebounds, and three blocks. He is already disruptive on the defensive end. And that's really important. 
I always say this about running quarterbacks. As they're trying to figure out the league, their legs can get them wins. As Wemby is trying to refine his offensive game and get stronger, his defense will be disruptive and a force in the NBA. I've been saying this for years about running quarterbacks. I like a little ability to move because it takes you about three years to figure out the league. Folks, he played against men in Europe and crushed. And European basketball is better than our college basketball, and it's not particularly close. Those teams would blow our college teams out by 40, and he was dominant. He also played, his European team played against G League teams a few months ago, twice. He scored 37 and 36 at 19. He's come from a significantly better basketball league than our college league, and he dominated. And oh, by the way, he was jittery in game one. Of course he is. I've seen Greg Norman on a golf course disintegrate. I've seen Kirk Cousins in primetime games as a grown man disintegrate. It's okay for a 19-year-old in the United States coming to this country, being a little nervous in game one. But his defense will be disruptive. It was in both games. It's going to be his rookie year. His size is unique. He's smart. He's thoughtful. Uh, You guys love all these dynamic point guards. Scoot Henderson, he can't shoot. He can score one way. He's big, strong, fast. He's Westbrook. Can he shoot? Maybe he becomes one. But you love John Wall. Y'all love Tebow, and you had film and game and game and game for a guy that couldn't throw. But you had convinced yourself that Tebow was going to be great. Some of you still believe it. Tebow's not an NFL quarterback. I got like 45 games to show you. Either starting or in reserve. Can't make the throws. Wemby has a jittery game one, and some of you are selling his stock. Listen, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt your feelings. Your dynamic point guards that can't shoot don't win titles. Scoot Henderson is not going to lead you to titles. He's just going to be really fun to watch. He's going to make some all-star teams. Going to get rich. I can't wait to watch him. Wemby's going to lead you to titles, sort of like Giannis and Jokic. Embiid hasn't won titles, but the last five MVPs are all from abroad. Out of the country, foreign-born. Here's a reality, and some of you don't like it, and why you're rooting against him. European bigs are taking over the league. They come in more mature. They come in more skilled. They play against men. Their culture's actually better in developing players sooner than ours. Steve Kerr's already ripped AAU. Greg Popovich probably doesn't love it either. European basketball develops players against men early. This kid's going to win titles. By game two in the summer league, dominant. And his defense is already disruptive, and that will be the key as he tries to get stronger. He needs to put on 10 pounds. It's probably going to take him a year. I've talked about this. If I had Wemby, and the Spurs know what they're doing far far more than I do, but if I was the Spurs, I'd play him about 58 games, most of the home games. But when they go on two- and three-game road trips, I'd keep him home. I'd let him sleep, lift weights, and eat. I'd do that four or five different quick two-game roadies out of San Antonio. They're playing Houston. They're playing the Mavs. Stay home. Reward your home fans. Put weight on. Sit in the weight room for three hours a day on those trips. Play them 58 games. Who gives a rip about rookie of the year? It doesn't mean anything. I was reading over the weekend, like LeBron James, first summer league camp. It was in Boston. He didn't win the MVP. I, didn't, I never heard of the guy that did. Who cares? But he's going to be really good. And some of you don't like it. And you fall in love with the shooting guards out there, and I'm not taking shots at them. I would vote uh, a lot of these point guards that can't shoot, I'd put them in the Hall of Fame. But they don't win titles. Can't trust them in May and June. 
this kid's going to be great. Here's Wemby after. Personally, I'm just, you know, uh, it's normal to get, to get better every game. Two days ago was my first game. In the past month, uh, I, don't, I think basketball wasn't even 50% of my schedule. That was, you know, I, I can't stand it. I know it's a, it's, it's a special moment in my life, but it's, I'm glad it's over. Honestly, it's, I, I just want to hoop. I just want to work out, lift, and because uh, this is my life. Listen, this is my life. He was nervous, and honestly, watching him, I was kind of nervous. For game one, I was nervous for the kid watching it. I thought, man, this kid's got to be keyed up. And he was. And when you're nervous, saps your energy. If there's a lot of people out there that don't want to see Europe take over our basketball. By the way, United States men's national soccer team, we're getting better. We're going to be disruptive in the World Cup. It's the way globalization works. Sometimes people do stuff better than us. Our young players have to learn how to shoot and grow up and quit being bothered by Twitter. Wemby's the future, baby. So is Jokic. So is Giannis for the time being. I'm totally comfortable with it. You need to get comfortable with it. All right, so I saw this one over the weekend. Interesting story. A question was asked. Um, do you know Andrew Luck is just about eligible for the Hall of Fame next year? Andrew Luck. You know I love me some Andrew Luck. And I know what you're saying. I mean, Colin, come on. You only played for about six years. Mm-hmm. Brevity of career does not eliminate you. Gail Sayers, four great years, made it. Then he had knee injuries. Terrell Davis, four great years. Well, Super Bowls, yeah, well, Elway had a lot to do with those too. Um, if you're going to let compilers into all these Hall of Fames, people who were very good and played for a long time, then I'm going to fight for great briefly. You... You love, a lot of you love compilers, your favorite local player who led the league in doubles four times and hit by pitches and played 19 years and was never the best player on his team. Andrew Luck did something I don't think Brady or Patrick Mahomes, Favre, Bradshaw, Aikman could do. He took a horrible roster and went 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5. In fact, four Pro Bowls in five years. They never had a losing season when he was healthy, which is remarkable because according to PFF, the Andrew Luck era had the 28th best defense, the 24th best rushing game, and a bottom six offensive line. And he got to the AFC championship. I don't think Mahomes could do that. And I think Mahomes is amazing. But here's my thing. If we're going to keep fighting for compilers, Every time I hear about the Hall of Fame, there's guys and I'm like, they didn't win a game. They weren't worth a point. And not just football. I mean, in baseball, you see it all the time. 26 years of this and not. Sandy Koufax had six great years. Three phenomenal. Nobody has a problem calling him the best pitcher ever. It's not the Hall of really good for a really long time. It's the Hall of Fame. Fame, famous, fame, being great. That's who's famous. Fame, all-time stuff. Andrew Luck was impulsive when he retired. People said, I mean, he was banged up, but right before the season, and that didn't sit right. But isn't his owner arguably as impulsive as any owner in the league? I've seen impulsive GMs that play the game, what we call it, ready, fire, aim, 
do things without thinking them through. I've seen coaches be impulsive. I've seen owners be impulsive. And at least he had an excuse. He got the hell beat out of him. I would have preferred he didn't retire right before a season. I don't think the Colts have ever really recovered. They've been scrambling since. But basically, if you look at those Colts teams, they're the opposite of today's San Francisco 49ers. They were awful everywhere except quarterback. 11 and 5, 11 and 5, four Pro Bowls, 11 and 5, five straight years when he was healthy of winning seasons. Yes, when he retired, tick people off. Yes, it was very short. But you got, you got to understand. You got to understand. Gail Sayers, Trell Davis, Sandy Koufax. I mean, Gail Sayers was a running back. And I know it was more of a running back league, but. If you're going to all let compilers in, and I do think in this soft time that, you know, we want to be nicer and we want to, you know, include more people and stuff, which I'm all for, if you're going to do that, because I see it happening all the time in Hall of Fames, well, why can't I fight for great? I don't think Brady goes 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5 with one of the worst defenses, O lines, and no run game. I don't think he does. By the way, his coach, Andrew Luck's coach, who got fired, who he had, has never been given a second job. Never really hot in the market. So he didn't have a great coach either. I'm telling you, what Andrew Luck did is remarkable. Never seen anything like it. Just think of how good Trevor Lawrence is. And you're like, well, his first coach. Yeah, Andrew Luck went 11-5 and with that kind of stuff. I mean, just, just think of, you know, as good as Justin Herbert was. Well, he didn't win games. Yeah, uh, but the Chargers had talent. Luck didn't have any and went 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5. Right in the middle of, it should be noted, like, uh, you know, the Tom Brady era. Big Ben was still closer to his prime. So, uh, yeah, I'd fight for Andrew Luck for the Hall of Fame. I, I think it's hard to tell the history of the NFL without Gale Sayers, without Terrell Davis, without Andrew Luck. I think you can tell the story of all these sports leagues without compilers. If you're not the best player on your team, if you didn't elevate others, you're not really a Hall of Famer. And I would argue a quarter of Hall of Famers. Now, I understand if it's the 27 Yankees, but a quarter of Hall of Famers often weren't the best player on their own team for a duration of their prime. I see it all the time in all sports. All right, I've already spilled my coffee, and I'm already eight minutes into the show. I mean, that's, that's where we are today. Good to have you in, as always. Uh, a lot planned. Uh, Derek Jeter will be on the show today. The baseball all-star game is up in Seattle, so I help. You know, even though I've been out of the Pacific Northwest for a long time, whenever, and I guess you probably don't think this way if you're from L.A., New York, or Chicago, because you've got a lot of big events all the time. But when you're from any other city in America, like a Seattle or a Pacific Northwest, and an all-star game or the world comes to your doorstep, I'm like hoping Seattle gives everybody good weather because when you grow up in the pacific northwest it's like the pga seattle has the best summer weather in america i mean it's like it's like the, the french riviera it's like perfect and like the pga in the summer will hold events all over places it's like seattle doesn't exist so when you grow up in the pacific northwest like nobody pays attention to you we have great summer weather the nba's never had an all-star game in portland they never put pga events up in the pacific northwest so when you finally get something you want to show everybody hey it's nice up here we have grocery stores and gas stations and everything. So I'm, I'm rooting for a great all-star game. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go back to this Andrew Luck topic, but holy cow, that is a, a, just an awesome discussion to have. 
the Andrew Luck, is he a Hall of Famer? I started thinking, I'm like, Philip Rivers, can you tell the story of the NFL without Philip Rivers? Yes. Yeah. Can't tell it without Eli Manning. It, uh, yeah, I skipped over Eli Manning. I knew that he's in because of the Super Bowls. Yeah. But, but that, I mean, Andrew, that Luck one is very, very good. Andrew Luck, I always argued for Jose Canseco. He brought steroids in and got steroids out. And was a, I remember watching Jose mm. Canseco. I just got out of college. I sat next to Jose Canseco's daughter at the fight. She sat right next to me. And I, and I was telling her this. I said, I remember I was a young kid out of college. It was my first job. And I was doing one inning of play-by-play. And the Tacoma Tigers came in. They were the A's AAA affiliate. And they had these two kids, Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco. And McGuire played third base and was kind of stiff. But Canseco was the talk. Everybody was talking, and it's like, you don't have to love Jose Canseco, but he was the first to bring him in, and you can't tell the story of the sport without it. The Bass Brothers, I I had a uh, image of them on my wall growing up. They were, like, amazing. I loved watching those guys, but the Andrew Luck one is tough because a lot of people are going to say, no way, shouldn't be in, but what he accomplished with so little, like, Philip Rivers had Ladanian Tomlinson and some major stars on that team. Luck didn't have much. I just look at the rosters, I'm like, I I think we need to back up. What is your criteria for the NFL Hall of Fame? Where do you start? Are you great? Are you an all-time great talent? Uh, Too too general. I need something more specific than are you great? Because you might think someone's great. I might not. Well, I mean, there's a lot of data and numbers. We know that he played for a horrible team. GM fired, coach fired. They were bottom in everything. Running, defense, O-line. Stuff that's sort of important. 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5. I don't think, I mean, and basically he retired because of lacerated kidneys. <laughs> I mean, just say that to yourself. Does it sound like you should be playing football with a lacerated kidney, bl- internal bleeding? So I, I, I just, I look at all these Hall of Fames and, 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 you know, we're in a time now where, you know, if you, if you say no to anybody, it's like, you're mean, you're, you're a I, hater. I, I look at half these Hall of Fame inductees and I don't talk about it a lot because I don't think half are worthy of the Hall of Fame. I mean, some of these athletes, Deion Sanders has been a guy that's been outspoken about, like, we got to create a different hall to the Hall of Fame. But Andrew Luck is, is one of the best. In fact, in my years of doing this, because I wasn't doing sports talk radio with John Elway. The single best quarterback talent I've ever seen is Andrew Luck. Now, it didn't work out. Impulsive owner, bad people around him, horrible roster. But, I mean, again, Mahomes got Brett Veach, the Hunts, Andy Reid. I mean, he got – and I'm not saying Mahomes wouldn't be great. I'm not sure Mahomes could go 11-5, 11-5, 11-5 with that nonsense. He couldn't. And, by the way, that was a time when Brady was in his heyday and Big Ben was Peyton, close to his prime. Yeah. And, and Well, Peyton was gone because Peyton oh, was Peyton over in just, Denver. Yeah, that's right. But he went to Denver and yeah. still won a Super Bowl. So, yeah. I mean, it was all – I mean, think about that. Think of all the great quarterbacks, the old veterans in the AFC, and yeah. he got to an AFC championship. With that roster, it's like, what? Yeah. It's insane. It really is. It's, it's incredible. So, it's – I'm going to fight for Andrew Luck forever. And I always – you know, it's people just like Wemby – Tebow couldn't play in the NFL. I mean, it, it, it literally, uh, it, just, it just didn't work, right? Nice kid didn't work. People fought for years for him because they liked the story. The Andrew Luck thing was a lot of hype, and there's a lot of jealous and haters out there that don't like the hype, but it was like, good God, if you'd have given Andrew Luck the Tebow Denver roster, my God, it was stacked. The kicker was good. 
Even the kicker was good. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home service marketplace they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes whatever your home project big small indoor outdoor Come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Former NFL GM Mike Lombardi said last week uh, on YouTube, Pat McAfee show, that the Rams tried to trade Matt Stafford this offseason. Now, what I was told is that the Rams tried to feverishly rework his contract. Stafford didn't have a great deal of interest in that. He got him a Super Bowl. He wasn't going to pay for some of their drafting mistakes. So Matt Stafford said, I got y'all a ring. You got me a ring. Part of the deal was I get paid the way I get paid. I moved to a very expensive city, and I don't feel like reworking my deal. So the Rams, because of that, wanted to make some moves this offseason, and they couldn't. Uh, my hunch is the Rams will draft a quarterback next season. It's a great quarterback draft. They'll probably be middle of the first round, somewhere between like 12 and 18. That's my guess. I see them as an 8-9 win team. Most people see them as a 6-7 win team. That would put them about 12-13. Um, the Rams roster is very, very young. Now, they do have great players at key positions. Quarterback, Stafford still top 10. Aaron Donald, 
first or second best defensive lineman. Cooper Cup when healthy, a monster. Also a great coach. And they've got probably the first or second richest owner. It matters. He can write a lot of checks. But even if they traded Matt Stafford, I think the move to get Matt Stafford was absolutely, unequivocally, inarguably worth it. Los Angeles, for better or worse, and I think it's for better, is the most distracted city in America. Perfect weather, mountains within a couple hours, beaches, 31 music venues, 10 pro teams, two major universities. Think about how big New York is. Sometimes, though, they don't have our beaches nearby. Ours are connected to the city. They don't have our mountains. They got to go to Vermont and ski or come out west. They don't have two major universities and college football programs in their city. Do they have 31 music venues around New York? Probably, but I doubt it. The reality is our weather and our proximity to things to do. Vegas is a 40-minute flight away. We're very distracted. The Rams were building a new stadium, and they needed to get noticed. And they did, and they got everybody a ring. And you can say what you want about the Niners' dominance. Kyle Shanahan would trade all those regular season wins over McVay for a ring yesterday. So the Rams are not in a terrible place. If you look at their schedule, and this is why I tend to be higher on the Rams than everybody else, they only face three great elite quarterbacks. Week three, they're at Joe Burrow. He's great. Then, as you can see on the schedule, they face Jalen Hurts at home week five. He's great. And then they face Lamar Jackson week 14. He's great. Then it's a lot of Daniel Jones and Geno Smith and Kenny Pickett and Jordan Love, uh, Sam Howell, Derek Carr at home. It's a very workable schedule. They're over under a six and a half. I think they're eight and nine or nine and eight. I think they fight with Seattle for a wild card spot the final weekend of the year. Almost nobody else likes them as much as I do. But again, they're great at coach. They're great at quarterback. They've got a great defensive lineman. They have a great weapon. And they've got several good players. They also, last year, had an offensive line injury bug that I believe set a record for the most starting units on an offensive line in league history. I could be wrong. I think I'm right. So I think they bounce back. But their defense is young fast and without a lot of experience and they'll have to win in shootouts and i think they will about eight times j-mac with the news no 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 turn on the news this is the herd line news all right we'll, we'll get to the story in a second colin you just mentioned the rams and you love them okay love them i don't love them okay, i like, like them. them yeah the over under okay. six and a half okay, i yeah. think eight's a very well, reasonable so number. i just pulled up their schedule i know our audience loves gambling so first nine weeks the Rams are a favorite one time against Arizona. They're favored by three and a half. Look at the schedule. Yeah. The, the Colts are in week four. That game's a pick em. The market has the Colts and Rams as a pick em. What does that tell you, man? It tells you the market is undervaluing st- okay. a healthy Stafford and McVay. At home against the Steelers, week seven. Pick em. Rams. Rams. Ra- All right. Uh, I said enough. I mean... They are six-point dogs in the opener in Seattle. Six-point underdogs. I'll, I'll take the Rams. Bro, and the th- th- this is going to be fascinating. You you pushed all your chips in the middle. Don't tell me I love them. No, I just think it's six and a half. The over, most of the time, I think you bet the under on over-unders. Because I think that the over-unders, fans are all optimistic. Yes. They bet overs. I am bet the unders 
almost always. Agreed. The Rams are one of the few I'd bet the over. I think I think if you look at that schedule and you can't tell me facing <laughs> and this is if guys Howell, Daniel Jones, uh, maybe Arizona without Kyler Murray potentially twice. I, I didn't even look at the back half Jordan of the schedule. Jordan Love, Kenny Pickett. It, it's tough to let's leave out the last like couple weeks. But I mean, Colin, I mean, first nine weeks are favored once against the, the arguably the worst team in the league. There's no question they have a chance to start one and two or zero oh and three. I think they win at Seattle, and then I think they get clubbed the next two weeks. I think Club. the toughest stretch for them all year is weeks two and three. Niners Bengals is the toughest stretch. But if you start looking at the rest of the schedule, ooh, they face Philly, but they get the Colts and Arizona in front and back. So, it, but that's the thing about that Arizona game. It's sandwiched between Eagles. And Steelers, two of the best defensive lines in the league. What did you just say was the Rams' primary issue last year? Offensive line. There's a scenario where Stafford, and I like Stafford a lot. There's a scenario where he's on his back and hurt a lot. Okay, all right, let's get to sports. Uh, He's another one of those guys you tell me you love and rip all day on the show. No, no, no. I like Stafford. Um... I don't want to get into why, but like I'm a, I'm a fan of Stafford's work. He won a Super Bowl. Uh, he was great in Detroit. He is a Hall of Famer. I don't want to hear anything otherwise. He's yeah, Matt, 100% Hall of Famer. Yeah, Matt Stafford is a Hall of Famer. All right, let's get to the uh, NBA. James Harden, we know he wants out of Philly. Still waiting for that trade to develop. Joel Embiid is holding out hope that Harden's mind can be changed. And he spoke with Showtime Basketball about his initial reaction to Harden's trade request. Disappointed, but then again, I also understand, you know, it's business. Uh, you know, people make decisions and, you know, and, and I'm more appreciative, appreciative of the way he's handled the whole situation. Uh, you know, we, we're going to be boys forever. Uh, want him to come back, obviously, uh, so we can go out and accomplish what we want, uh, which is to win a championship. So hopefully that, you know, his, mind, his mindset can be changed. Uh, but other than that, you know, I'm just so happy to be, you know, it's fine. Lot there, <laughs> you don't you don't want to overreact, Colin. But like, he, his situation, like from Harden's point of view, you guys screwed me. I took less money last year yeah. so we could sign PJ Tucker, and I forget whoever the other guy was. Yeah. And now you don't want to pony up? I'm out. Not good. I'm fine with yeah. him. I'm fine with James Harden not being a Sixer. I, I've told you. Well, Joel Embiid. I've. Told, I don't think he is. I said this about Kyrie Irving, and I'll say it about James Harden. I don't need a star back. Give me rotational players. I got Maxi, Embiid, Harris. Give me two really, really good rotational guys. I'm good. So you're good with that. Daryl Morey, the GM, historically wants stars. He yeah. builds around two stars. Darryl, I love Daryl. No championships. Maybe rotational players are the answer sometimes. You've got two stars. An ascending one and an established one. You don't need another star. You need guys to support the stars. They got enough stars. They got a star center and an ascending star in Maxi. Those are stars. Hey, How many do you need? So uh, you keep saying Maxi's ascending. I like him. Apparently the Sixers are saying he's untr- they will not trade him for yeah. anything. So do you think he can be as good in the next year or two as Jamal Murray, who you saw this weekend? Like, you know Jamal Murray. I- I'm all in. Can he be that good to well, be? Well, they're different players, and Jamal's a bigger player. But I think they can. I think. I think uh, Maxie's a twenty-three point a game player who's dynamic. I think Jamal Murray's probably going to be a better distributor. Mm-hmm. Jamal is a very natural scorer. He's very. He's very Booker in Phoenix. It's like twenty-four points, and it's just easy. Yeah. Maxie's are more dynamic. He's a smaller athlete. He probably won't last as long. 
But y'all love Scoot Henderson. Well, I'm watching Scoot Henderson. His name is Maxi, and he can shoot. The kid's a great shooter. All these dynamic guards that I always sell stock on that everybody loves, none can shoot. This is a small dynamic guard that can shoot. Hmm. Wait and a minute. Whoa, whoa. Interesting. Uh, he's got a little Steph Curry where he can actually hit threes you consistently. You love Maxi. Oh, my gosh. Steph and Scoot? I'm not. No, no. But Scoot, if you watch him play, big physical dynamic. Can't shoot. I've seen that act before like 12 times. Well, I, I like it. And I like Scoot. Yeah. But well, you, we'll talk about Scoot in the next story. Uh, let's just get to the next one. The Blazers had trade offers uh, on the table around the NBA draft that would have satisfied Dame Lillard. At least some of those would have required Portland to trade Shaden Sharp, Anthony Simons, Nurkic, and the 2023 pick that became Scoot Henderson. However, GM Joe Cronin did not want to potentially mortgage the team's future to make Dame happy and decided not to pursue those moves. Now, in light of what Scoot Henderson did in three quarters of one game in the and, Summer League, and then I got hurt. He did get hurt, shoulder. Little guy got C- hurt. Colin, he was dominant in three quarters. He lo- he makes Brandon Miller look like a total. <laughs> what the hell did Charlotte do? Scoot was. Remember, we do this all the time. Little men without the hand check are fascinating to watch. They're all fascinating yeah. to watch. By the way, this is going to sound. They don't sound win weird. in the playoffs. Better body right now, like f- to handle the NBA. Yeah. Scoot Henderson or Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. Scoots. Yeah. He's a teenager. I think he's still 19. I like him a lot. But I'm just, what is the end game? Being dynamic or winning in May and June? Well, listen, Wemby's going to win in May and June. Yeah, of course he is. There's a world where Scoot is Derrick Rose-ish. Can he stay healthy? I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, some of the things he was doing in Summer League are like, how old is this guy? I don't want to be marginalized as I don't like Scoot. No, I think I he's going to be a blast to watch. But he got hurt in his first summer league game. So this led me to the question. Based on what Portland saw from Scoot, do you accelerate the Dame trade talks? Listen, we got to get Dame out of here. We want to get Scoot no. in because guess what? With Dame, Simons, and Sharp. By the way, Sharp looked very good. He's ready to continue. Sharp is an like, excellent prospect. How do you play Scoot with those three guys? Do you start exploring other Dame options? Well, remember, Sharp is a wing. So Simons is a guard. Scoot's an injured guard. Sharp could probably play some, but he's a wing. Grant's a wing. Nurkic a big. Get three to four draft picks from Miami. Get a couple of rotational okay. guys. Scoot's going to be your star. Like, he's going to be your star. I don't need another star. Get me veteran rotational guys to elevate Scoot and protect Scoot from his weakness, which is he can't shoot. So, so go get shooters around him. Dame has said he wants Miami. At this point, if you're Portland, do you say... Sorry, Dame, we're going to do what's best for us. We want to see Scoot starting opening night, or we want to see him coming off the bench as a six-man. Dame, we're taking the best offer. If that means you're going to... Yeah, that's what I would do. I, that's what I would do. I know that's cold-hearted, and it's people not, might not want to hear that. It's, it's not, business. It's not personal. It's not cold-hearted. It's the economics. It's the reality. Portland has a responsibility to their season ticket holders to not mortgage the future to make somebody they paid $233 million happy. That's not their job. Their job is to get the most. Now, I do think uh, they would like to be kind to Damon and send him where he wants to go. But I don't care. If Damon wants to quit and be a villain, he can. But my responsibility is to my fans and corporate sponsors. 
not a player leaving the organization. Yeah. Sorry. That's how I feel if I ran a team. Dame's agent saying, uh, respectfully, he only wants Miami. All right. Well, respectfully, I'm not going to use any of your clients ever again. Lose my number. Yeah. I, I'm kind of with you. At this point, you got to say, you know what, Dame? If you don't want to go play with Tatum and Brown, you don't want to play with Embiid, that's your problem. Hey, yeah. We're shipping you out Be for our villain. best deal. Quit. Yeah. Pout. Be a villain. Yeah. Not my responsibility. Final story. This one's fascinating. Anthony Davis has two years left on his contract and is eligible for an extension next month. I believe August 4th is the yeah. date. Okay, this is where it gets interesting. The yeah. Lakers are reluctant to yeah. give him that new deal. The team is taking a wait-and-see approach. This, if he can stay healthy and how uh, this performs. All the, the team you performs. Laker fans out there, you do get this is the right move. 100%. Why do I have to give him an extension? He's got a year left on his deal. Well, what's the hurry? I'm, just, no, I'm not giving him an extension. Well, I think this is... I thought Lakers have really, in the since the trade deadline... Until today in that story, Lakers have made no mistakes. They got Austin Reeves for a good number. They kept Rui and Reeves. They moved off Dennis Schroeder, bounce around the league guy. They, they got D'Lo for two reasonable years. They're not extending AD. Dar- I think Darvin Ham has proven the players play hard for him. I like Darvin Ham more than I think the, the narratives out there. The Lakers, since the trade deadline, I sign off on every move they made. I would have gotten rid of D'Lo. But they got a shooter for two years. I'm okay with that. This is where it gets fascinating. So LeBron has this season. Yeah. If you're the Lakers, you say, AD, sorry, no extension. Next summer, LeBron goes wherever Bronny goes. Yeah. He gets drafted by, I don't know, yeah. Orlando. All of a sudden, you can you can walk away from Anthony Davis, and now you've got max spots to open up. So I, I know Anthony Davis isn't going to want to hear the this. The Lakers have taken the franchise back, as they should. Again, their responsibility is to Los Angeles shareholders, their season ticket holders, their advertisers. It's not to aging players who struggle to stay healthy and legacies. So that's not the Lakers' responsibility. It's not the Blazers' responsibility. Sorry, yeah. I, I run a franchise. I have an owner. His his bottom line isn't to get you better shoe deals down the road. It's to make sure that when the Blazers lose Dame, and Dame's going to crush it, right? He goes to Miami, he's going to crush it. You're going to be better immediately. I'm going to be protected down the road. And Anthony Davis's point of view, his guy is clutch uh, where LeBron's repped. Hey, we've had an injury history. We need that extension. Come on, Rob. Step it up. What nope. if Pal- Palenka holds the line? AD's going to be ticked off all season. All right. Yeah. And then maybe at the trade deadline when he plays well, we'll, we'll get ticked off too and send you to uh, New Orleans for Brandon Ingram. We made him bring him back. They're not bring him back. <laughs> Zion. No, but th- this AD thing, wh- Bears watching. August is going to be fascinating. Um, by the way, let me ask you a final question here. Uh, Darvin Ham came from where exactly? Well, he played for the Pistons. No, but where, where was he before this as a coach? He was an assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eastern Conference, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. They just... I, I, the Giannis is up for an extension as well. I'm just just saying, just putting it out there. Giannis doesn't like what he sees in Milwaukee. You know who I ran I'm into this weekend? I'm not signing the extension. You know who I ran into this weekend in uh, Vegas? Brad Stevens. Oh, Walked yeah. Walked right over to him. We talked NBA trade swaps. Oh, hey, no, okay. we didn't. Um, but uh, you want to you want to know my theory on what Boston's doing? Please. One year from now, Porzingis, Jalen Brown for Giannis. Yeah, Porzingis was a very interesting signing. He may crush it this year, but I know people are down on him because of the injuries and the locker room stuff you talk about. Well, he, he's just not a culture guy. Twenty-three and eight in Washington. 
Listen, Brad Stevens. I love how you. What's the deal with you and all these Boston trades, huh? You got a lot of good ones cooking up there. Listen, listen. We're doing sports talk radio. I'm not the New York Times. I'm just telling you. (laughs) When I watch all their moves in the Boston Globe reports last week, they are getting ready for a seismic move. What's seismic? Yeah. Seismic is Giannis for Jalen Brown and and another player. Give you nine second round picks or however many they have. They've got Zingas, Jalen Brown, and picks. Then Jason Tatum becomes the two. That special. See, I, people get upset with this. If you look at the history of the Celtics, the Russell teams were special. The Bird teams were special. The Garnett team got to a couple finals. They were special. If you won with Jason Tatum as your one, it would be like a Raptors Dallas team. You'd be like, as a championship team, it's not special. Giannis Tatum for four years? Okay, that's Boston standard. Maverick standard is we won a title. And they celebrated it for five years. The Celtic standard is our great teams are all time talked about great teams. That's the Lakers standard. That's the Yankees standard. That's Alabama football standard. That's Kentucky basketball, Kansas basketball standard. It's not like getting a one-off. Tatum as a one, you could win a championship. Tatum behind Giannis, that's the best team in the league. That becomes for five years in the argument of, you know, Denver, Milwaukee, Boston just sharing titles. Although Milwaukee had a weird offseason. <laughs> they did. I didn't love it. I didn't love it either. A- J Mack with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. 
Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Tomorrow, Betts, Otani, and baseball's biggest headliners take center stage in Seattle for the Midsummer Classic. It's the 2023 All-Star Game. Coverage begins tomorrow at 7 Eastern on Fox. All right, Derek Jeter, last hour. Um, so I, I got a story handed to me this morning. Uh, Dak Prescott, 29, and, uh, and there's a talk about how he... 1,000% says turning 30, there's a real sense of urgency. Dak has urgency the next two years. It doesn't have anything to do with his age. The NFC is the weakest it's been in like 30 years. And in one year, in one draft, less than a year away, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Michael Penix Jr., all A prospects, may all end up in the NFC. Because almost all the really awful teams like Arizona, potentially really bad. Tampa, potentially really bad. Really bad. Uh, they're mostly in the NFC. So the landscape in the NFL changes very quickly. It was not long ago. It was Peyton Manning, Brady, and Big Ben in the AFC. And now it's Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, and Lamar. And others. And Justin Herbert. So Dak is not young, nor cheap. And nor is he a superstar talent. And those are the two ways you win Super Bowls. Young and cheap? Nope. Superstar? Nope. He's a reflection of his roster more than he elevates it. He is the longest tenured quarterback for any one team in the league. And I know exactly what he is. It's why I said last week it is ridiculous to think he's going to pop this year. You don't think Kirk Cousins is going to pop this year? Because you know what Kirk Cousins is. They're the same guy. Look at their numbers. So his urgency is seizing the NFC in the next two years because it'll change. By the time Caleb Williams or a Drake May is in year two, we saw Burrow in year two. We saw Mahomes in year two. We saw Lamar in year two. It's different. Think about this. Dak used to compete against Russell Wilson in his prime. He's gone, replaced by Geno Smith. He used to compete against Aaron Rodgers in his prime. He's gone. It's Jordan Love. He used to compete against Tom Brady. He's gone. Same team now has Baker Mayfield. Russell, Wilson, Tom, Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Gone, gone, gone. Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Geno Smith. 
outside of Jalen Hurts, you kind of feel like Dak's as good as everybody else in the NFC. Stafford, no, but we worry about health. So Dak does need to be urgent. Two years. Because there's only one way that you win in Super Bowls. We see it. Young, talented, cheap quarterback, he's not that. Or superstar talent, he's not that. So you got this two-year window. It happens a lot. You got a one- or a two-year window. I think he's got two. Colin Wright, Colin Wrong, on a Monday, hour two, live in Los Angeles. Next. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 